This episode of Oops the Podcast is brought to you by The Busker. Drink the busker, the busker, and enjoy the game. Smoother than swishing teardrops from the lane. Where bold meets tradition, let them know what they're missing. One sip of busker, remember the name. That's pretty good, dude. Triple cast, triple smooth, extraordinary smoothness. Find the busker in store. I'm sitting there waiting for this check to come in. It just, like, is taking a while. So I asked the guy, and he embarrassed me so bad, dude. And I still cringe thinking about this. But I said to him, I was like, hey, is my check almost there? And he's like, no, it hasn't come in yet. And I'm like, oh, like, I'm sorry. Like, I was just asking because, like, in the past, like, the stuff that I've done. He goes, the stuff that you've done? What stuff have you done? Oh, What's, oh What stuff have you done? Oh, what stuff have you done? Man. You said it like that? Dude. Repeated it? Yeah. Oh. Stuff that you've done? What Brutal. stuff have you done? And I'm like, dude, Jesus. Like, and it, it, like it's been haunting me yeah. ever since. Like, he ended up dying of COVID. Uh <laughs> <laughs> He did. He did. I'm just saying. That's not. That's not in response to anything. That's just what happened. That's just what happened. So, I don't. I don't know if that changes anything. Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right, lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please, Julio. Julio, I don't know where you came up with that idea. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is yeah. one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, but. yeah. Welcome back to Oops, the podcast. OTP. I'm sitting, I'm sitting here with Francis Ellis. Here I am. How you doing, Francis? Oh, uh, you know me. Razzle yeah. dazzle. Razzle fucking dazzle, Francis Ellis. Uh-huh. Uh, dude, I, was, I had this thought the other day. I really hated school as a kid. I really hated it. And I know every kid hates school. And that's what I always thought. I was like, "Uh, every kid hates school. I actually think I hated it more than the average kid, potentially. Huh. My school started at 7.20 a.m., by the way. Yeah, I think mine was early. Really, I lived five minutes away from the school. That shouldn't have been a problem. I missed the bus almost every day. My, My parents would have to flick water on my face to try to. They weren't dumping buckets of water. I mean, they were flicking water on me. Yep to get me up i'd be there and i I'd remember like sitting down in class at like a 10 a.m class it was only you know 45 minutes or 50 minutes and it would be 10:05, and i'd be looking at the clock like how am i going to survive <laughs> i'm going to die i'm going to die i dude having that i was jittery and unmedicated and just like <laughs> i thought i was going to die every day i don't know how i made it through Everything's a breeze compared to that, dude. Uh-huh. And, and yeah, I know it's a privilege to be in school, all that shit, fine. But, bro, why do we have to start at 720? It was tough. I struggled. Okay, so I'm trying to think about when I liked not, you know, not seeing my friends, but but school, school. And I, I think my answer to you is that there was a joy for me, or not a joy, but an excitement, a here-we-go moment of, Heading into a class where we had a huge test and I felt prepared. Mm. Knowing I had really studied, knowing I feel like I have a good sense of what's on this test. I'm ready for this. Uh, let's I would rise I would rise to the occasion or I would try to get myself as pumped up for that as I might for a sports game. Interesting. I think I only felt that in college when that was true. When I was like ready for the test, but that gave me its own level of anxiety yeah like i was like i need to get this out of me and i felt like i was about to vomit everything onto this page of that little blue book and having that feeling also gave me stress but i definitely pre- preferred it over not being able to get through the day every single day mm-hmm. um but that's i mean it's nice that you were able to experience that it's very good i yeah i, I mean i um i feel like school always had an element of I get to see the girl I have a crush on, or I get to see my friend. Mm. Um, we have basketball practice after school. I loved the 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 cherries that school came with. Mm-hmm. Um, but to your point, yes, the long classes, the having a hard time focusing all that time, watching time crawl by. That was very tough, especially the one year I went to Catholic school, to Jesuit school, and had to wear a coat and tie. Oh, God. I and know you did that. when it would be hot, you oh. know, you'd just be dying. All boys? 
No, it was, it had gone co-ed four years before I got there. So the senior class was the first co-ed class. It's very chill. But it was, I mean, it was probably 75% boys, 25% women. So how did that even work? Like the freshman class would be co-ed, but the rest wouldn't until it corrected itself? Yeah, each subsequent class. Of men would age out? Yeah, the inaugural class of women had to carry the torch. That first year must have been wild. Probably tough. They're just like, you know, that's Major like, like that town in North Dakota, the the oil town where there's 90% men. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and women have to wear body armor to go outside. <laughs> like, dude, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. That's interesting, man. Yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. Um, so this reminds me of something else. So have you ever had a joke like a, well, first of all, okay, no, I want to go back to what you were just talking about. So the idea of having that girl you were excited to see, that was a fun thing. Oh, yeah. I was thinking back on some of my, like, OG dates that I went on as a high school person and was really cringing thinking about them. Uh-huh. I remember I took this girl on a, quote, date, if you want to call it that. We went to the mall and walked around. Yeah. Mm. What's and, wrong with that? That's, that is a date. That's a high school date. Put my arm around her. Wow. Dude, it was just like. Damn, I dude, slow down. <laughs> it took me a second to, like, have proper game, dude. I just, like, didn't have it in high school. I remember I had my arm around this girl. We're in the car. I like want to talk, so the music's kind of low. She's like, "Do you not listen to music when you're driving?" I'm like, "No, I do." I just, you know. And then we got back to her house, and I think she wanted to like go inside and like smooch, you know. But I was like, "Okay, I don't want to have an opportunity to ruin this. I'm going to exit now." Oh yeah. And then she lost interest very quickly, yeah. and I then felt bad. About I had it. I found so many ways to not make a move. Yeah. Uh, until somehow you get to a point where it all switches and you get the confidence. But uh, man, all those years, I, I can I can pinpoint in my memory times when it was so apparent that the lady wanted me to do something, yeah. and I was too scared or didn't or misread it or all of that. You know. Yeah, dude, totally. And to the point where, like, one time I went over to this girl's house and we were sitting on her couch watching a movie. Sitting on opposite sides of the couch, her dad came in and started roasting me. He's like, he's like, really, guys? He's like, there's a lot of space between you. <laughs> get your fingers in my yeah. daughter. What's the matter with you? Get, get, get over there. I see too many fingers. Yeah. In the, in I'll the turn wild. around. I'll turn around. <laughs> but yeah, dude, all of it was just brutal. Like, there's this exchange student. She wasn't, she wasn't an exchange student. Her mom married like some guy from the town. Uh, who was actually <laughs> what her mom married her mom was Russian she married this guy who was like the brother of the science teacher it was like very weird <laughs> I know I know married anyway I like really I like this girl and she was like a woman bro this is like a fucking woman she lived in Russia I suspect in a much more like cosmopolitan area it must have been weird for her to move to this like small town with no street lights mm. there's nobody in the town there's just no a town there's no one no one there. Yeah. And now she's just there and whatever, trying to get used to it. And I just wasn't man enough for her. You know what I mean? Like her boyfriend, I remember her telling me this in Russia, like beat the shit out of some guy so bad that he like needed to go to court. But like his dad knew the judge. So it was just immediately thrown out. Like yeah. Corruption. Like that was the guy, my predecessor. And now I'm trying to like, you know, I went to two proms with this girl and just laid on the floor looking into her eyes and did nothing. <laughs> She's a complete loser. And then her friend was like, you, I, I talked about this briefly many episodes ago, but like, she's like, you, you need a makeover. So I had like $100 to buy one outfit. Yeah. So the problem with having a makeover, you need more than one outfit. Uh-huh. So I had, <laughs> I had a cool, so I had $100, which was supposed to make maybe go semi-far at the time. But I was only able to buy one outfit. And my parents were like disappointed. They're like, you bought one outfit? Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> I got a cartilage piercing, a hemp necklace. I got a cotton American Eagle polo shirt and a, a white undershirt and some jeans. I believe they were Abercrombie. This was pre-Hollister. It actually went a lot farther than I thought it did. I mean, at the time, yeah. 100 Plus bucks. tax? Plus tax. You I covered it with 100 bucks? 100 bucks. Um, which, wow. you know. The hat, I'm thinking that would be 200 something today. If, 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 who knows? But anyway, so this is my one outfit. I debuted it, and it was time. I was ready to, to, to fight past all the things that she thought about me and be this new man. 
And I remember just like really cringily leaning in to try to kiss her a couple times and her rejecting me. Oh, no. I had been, there was nothing I could have done to defriend zone at this point. <laughs> I needed to move on and then revisit later. Yeah. That was my only shot. Yeah. It's pretty cringe, dude. I hear you, buddy. It's Listen, man, I, uh, but you know something? Here's the thing, Julio. Here's the thing, right? <laughs> we say, oh, we had no game. We weren't good. And that's true. But those, in how many instances has there been a 15 year old guy, 14 year old guy, who's got incredible game and is just completely in his element, making moves, laying young pipe? Dude, people and, were, people were, were trading oral sex. Yeah. Okay. Fine. And then, At 15. what, what, uh, do those kids, maintain it's hard to say who Some you know do. that they i i don't know bro Dude, i don't the know guy, the guy who i said was my idol that guy maintained the guy who was the coolest guy in my school has maintained he didn't peak in high school he's continued to progress to the point where other kids in the town talk about him and they're like oh well he's got a house now on the water <laughs> <laughs> and they do the money thing they yeah. do the they do the if you can hear the sound, you know what I'm doing. Uh-huh. They go, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but I don't know, man. I, I know. I'm thinking about I knew when I got to that Catholic school, there were there was a girl who was instantly recognized as the cutest girl in the class. And I was I came in. Nobody knew me because everybody came to this. The it only guy. started freshman year. So everybody was new. And. Some of these kids had actually gone to the same middle schools, I guess, because they're from various towns. But we, I, nobody knew me really. And I came in and I had made the varsity soccer team as a freshman. There weren't many, and um, I had a little bit of heat. Nice. I had a little bit of heat. The new jock. Yeah, and uh, I, I, I sort of. I remember we were in some kind of orientation line, and I was talking to that girl. Her name was Mallory. And um, her Chris, older brother Chris was on the JV soccer team, and I was on the varsity. Oh wow! So I had a leg up on him. And um, yeah, dude, yeah, you're gonna come over. He's not. He can't possibly big dog you. He tried. Like, bro, go get the fucking oranges, dude. Yeah, but I went. <laughs> the dude, I went to a. I went to the movies mm. with her. I went to the movies with her. You know, had to get driven by my parents. Uh, of course. And we saw the movie SWAT. Oh, nice. With Colin Farrell. And um, I had come from this small private school where we all got, we all kind of established our own, I guess, ways of initiating contact and stuff. And like people, for whatever reason, at that school, we would, the second you went on a date with someone or started talking to them, basically you put their initials in your AOL Instant Messenger profile. And I didn't know that that wasn't, these weren't universal mm, things. And um, we went to the movies and... Uh, you lived in the same area this whole time, right? You no. You just changed schools? I changed schools, but I lived... Did you physically move? The thing about Maine is like, it's so sparsely populated that schools can service big areas. Gotcha. And not only that, but someone who goes to school you know, three or four schools away, you might never run into them or interact with them in any way. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a different world because mm-hmm. it's could be like an hour away. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where this, this girl went to the, to Gorham. She had mm-hmm. gone to Gorham and she, which is where they had the, the haunted hay rides. Uh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 The chainsaw. And I bet you, I bet you, she had gone on some haunted hay ride dates. I bet she had. And I bet that if I had suggested it, she uh, would have been like, eh, dude, I've done that too many times. Interesting. But I, whatever. We went to the movies, and we went to the movies. I did not do very well. I remember asking her if we could hold hands. She said okay. But she had, she had, she was way ahead of me. You know, she had experienced yeah. a lot of this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I came in very naive. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she was ready to shepherd me through all this this is our first date and we left the movies and as we were walking out of the lobby two guys from the soccer team older guys saw us both and they were so excited 
Oh, wow. They were like, no way, Ellis. And they gave up, <laughs> gave me a noogie and all that. And they were like, you're on a day with, with this girl. Mallory. Yeah, Mallory. And then the soccer stretching circle the next day. They were like, fucking Francis was on a day with this girl. And I was like, ah, sure enough, that girl never fucking talked to me again. But there were people who... Not her, but people in, in who I would learn in that class, you know, had already lost their virginity in middle school. Wow. And if I look at where those kids are now, they're not, they're not like doing great. Interesting. And I think there is something about if you overdevelop or you get, get to places too soon. I, I don't know if this is true, but. If you just grow up too fast, mm-hmm. then you might run into some problems because you run out of room to grow. Yeah. No, I know that's like the famous thing, but I don't know. Like they have okay, dude. Here's one. This kid in my school. Okay, this is a classic from the other getting a girl from the other school thing. Slightly different. I had to start doing that because a lot of the girls in my school just wanted nothing to do with me. Interesting. You were just too formal. I, that I, is can correct. I hold your hand. I was too formal. Yeah. I was. I thought old-fashioned shit flew. No, apparently they not. Didn't, they wanted, not they wanted a bad boy. They wanted hockey players <laughs> who skipped school and dipped. Yeah, yeah. School wasn't... you Being good at school isn't cool. Wasn't cool. <laughs> you know, they wanted guys who knew the rules of beer pong. So, dude, this kid, <laughs> this guy Justin, okay, Justin. He, he, had a, he had a girlfriend from another school, and it was noteworthy because she was really good-looking, and everybody was shocked. Now, he wasn't... <laughs> He wasn't not cool. He was like a solid guy, but he wasn't pulling, he wasn't dating Julie Guire or anything, right? That was like the pinnacle. Okay. He had no shot with her. Julie Guire? Julie Guire. Uh, Guire. So anyway, he had to go to another school. He found this other girl. And it's funny, this girl was legendary, okay? And she was so legendary that, I kid you not, okay, so I was in Florida. He came to my show. He is now married to her. Yeah, and they both look great. Like since then, they, they, Never stopped. And um, life is going That good is rare. And dude, at my show in Fairfield, one of my boys was like, Justin, man. He goes, remember, what's her name? Said her actual name. And I'm like, not only do I remember her, I got an update for you. Mm. They're married and they both look great or something. And he was like, get out of here. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? That's nuts. Yeah. Like that was like super. Their know. son just got his brown belt in Taekwondo. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's sick but dude okay speaking of which there there are certain things that really stand out in my mind I remember hearing that this guy Tim and for anybody listening who's who went to school with me I don't I don't want to like air him out because this is an overshare but if you want to know who he is think this guy pioneered the long and one short look in our uh, school mm. and he had a sick handle okay so okay. you probably remember who he is but I remember hearing <laughs> stories of him being very sexually advanced uh-huh. and being blown away yeah. And it would be many, 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 many years till I would even get close to doing what he had done. It was scary. It was scary hearing about kids like that. <laughs> it was incredible. <laughs> How'd he do it? What's he doing? I know. I know. Dude, there was a kid named Josh at, at, at Cumberland who, I'll tell you, I heard stories about him too. And <laughs> he was the first person in my life that ever called me a fire crotch, mm. which stung, man. It stung. <laughs> Did you know about it already? I didn't know that was an insult. I'd never heard that. No one had ever made fun of me for having red hair. And he, and then a couple, we, I think we were playing wiffle ball or something. I don't even remember where we were. And a couple minutes later, they, he was like, what's this kid's problem? And I was like, well, I didn't appreciate you calling me fireballs. And then he laughed so hard because I'd gotten it wrong. And he was like, you're all right. You're all right, fire crotch. Oh, that's, good. that's good. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm happy that you accept me, <laughs> but I knew, I knew that he, Hey, you're all right. I knew, That's I knew that awesome. he had, um, you know, he, he, both of his parents were in prison. Really? Yeah. And both of them, I think they were in and out. Were they like Bonnie and Clyde? No. Were they doing the same illegal thing together? I never found out what they <laughs> were in for, but I knew that, his, you know, his life situation, his home situation was not great. Uh, which meant that it seemed like he co- he had some kind of a condo or an apartment that he lived in, and nobody in Maine lived in apartments. And uh, it was like known that girls would go over there and he would have sexual intercourse with them. He was like Fez. Yeah. 
Yo, Rue. <laughs> yes. Yes. And um, I remember being very scared by that. I, oh, yeah. I thought I thought it was really too too fast and too scary. The kids who were friends with the adult <laughs> people in the town, that was too much for me. Yeah. That was a bit a bit much. Didn't like it. And I think that you there's probably a way to measure that. Like how many adult friends you had in high school is probably the more is probably not the merrier for your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You should have as few adult friends as possible as a right. high schooler. But I will say this, as a senior in high school, I had this car, purple Volvo, drove the shit out of that thing all over the place. My dad still complains about how I voided the warranty or whatever. <laughs> uh, uh, and I had this secret girlfriend. At, I went to a college party in New Haven, bro. And I started seeing the senior on the volleyball team. Come on. University of New Haven. And I was just not ready. Like mm. we'd go in her room and we'd do a little smooching. And she was prepared for more to happen. I just didn't know how to initiate it. The senior, a senior in college. college, and you're a senior in high school. Yes, and she knew you were a senior in high school. Uh huh. I know. That's amazing. Hot. <laughs> 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 we go to college parties. We dance. Yeah. And dude, I just couldn't. She'd take flights, and I'd be like, "What are you, a volleyball player?" <laughs> She'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, she's like, I got into a fight with some random guy in the airport. Yeah. Who's asking us about volleyball. <laughs> um, but dude, yeah, I don't know, man. It was I just wasn't ready. And you, you know You dance with her? Yeah, we dance at parties. I specifically remember dancing to Crazy in Love. Wow. I know. Cold flow so unusual. <laughs> this is good. I like dun, dun, what dun, you're dun, saying. Dun, dun. I like this. I was laughing. I went to a wedding and that song came on. I think we were joking about the band. Someone, there's always a guy rapping that yeah. part. That's a classic song they do at a wedding. They sure do. The guy who comes out and does it. Uh, yeah. I did something insane at the wedding, dude. Uh, I don't know why I would ever do this. I saw this guy, Phil, who I'm friends with, who I like. Uh, and I don't see him a lot. This isn't the other Phil. Oh, okay. This is a different Phil. All right. Good dude. Um, and I was excited to see him. And we're getting ready to sit down for the actual wedding. I'm sitting, I'm with Hillary. He's with his girl. And I say to Hillary, I'm like, hey, can you switch with Phil? And I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I couldn't take it back. Hillary goes, um, okay. And and then he's like, yeah, yeah. Like he sort of like just does it, but like. <laughs> then I just sat with him for 40 minutes, bro. And the wedding's happening. Hillary's crying with no one's handhold. And oh, wait, was it? <laughs> wait, how is it oriented? There was a very easy solution to this. I could have switched with Hillary. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't suggest that. And now I'm just sitting with him, and now Hillary is sitting with his girl. Oh, my God. Dude, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah, you could have sat next to Phil without without breaking your ability to comfort Hilda. I know. And we actually really needed to be sitting next to each other. We'd had a tough week yeah. with the move and everything. Yeah. This is our fun little... It was a New York City wedding. We're going to have a fun night, and I completely fucked everything up. Damn. You and chose Phil over Hill. And, dude, the, the longer... <laughs> and I was just hoping it, it was about to end the ceremony but it was like jewish wedding and there was a they were they were pretty religious by the way whoever the fucking rabbi is dude is a star she was singing like adele up there wow and also doing the whole ceremony but every time i was like all right like uh, time for stepping on the glass they'd be like and now a reading from th the ceremony was like it's long slightly longer than usual which made me even more and more stressed yeah. about the fact that i had fucked up the seating <laughs> arrangement mm -hmm. and been that guy who just was like hey why don't we the guy who you don't want to hang out with because you know he's going to like set the tone in this way that no one likes. Yeah, you were you were orchestrating with then in, in moments that didn't necessarily need orchestrators. Yeah, you're you're fine. I don't dude, I don't know. By the way, a traditional religious Jewish ceremony is long at a wedding. And I, I've been to Catholic mass weddings, too. That's very long. But I would argue that. In my experience, the traditional religious Jewish ceremony is actually longer than a Catholic mass ceremony. Do you know that at your wedding, we had wagers going over under on how long it was going to take? They always, my buddies always do that. <laughs> we always funny. do it. And I officiated my friend Bill and Carol's wedding and um, they set a line on it. Yeah. 
forget who set the line. And I was like, I was like, uh, man, I could really manipulate this by talking slower, <laughs> by talking. I could place some bets through somebody and and get action if I wanted. The, Francis gets banned from the marriage board for life. It's like mar- It's like refereeing a boxing fight. You yeah, know? Like, I could have easily influenced the outcome. Do that. Put it. Put in the TKO early. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, gee, I'm thirsty. Oh, yeah. And I'm feeling a little dehydrated. Time to replenish, baby. Good thing I've got some Plan D hydration mix. <laughs> I'm going to pour this right in my water. Mm-mm-mm. Well, dude, I'll tell you what. A lot of the time, if I have gone a little too crazy, drink a little bit too much, uh, something like a Plan D, man, can really help out. Uh, because sometimes it'll just be bad. Mm. I mean, I don't know, man. There have been times where my I've had multiple days ruined by hangovers. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes you need something to step in that's going to make you feel better. Plan D is that. Yeah. It's actually delicious. It is delicious. And I'll tell you this. Even on a day where I uh, don't need to recover, but I've finished eating my food for the day, Ooh. and if I were to eat more food, I'd be a bad boy, I'll just have some Plan D in yeah. my water as a guilt-free treat. Yeah, absolutely. This this really takes the edge off. Um it helps you stay hydrated. They say that 3 out of 4 people are chronically dehydrated. Well, guess who's that one guy out of those 4? <laughs> Me. Your boy. Cuz I'm drinking my Plan D. Plan D is so good that I might actually start calling it Plan A. <laughs> one scoop to 16 ounce glass or bottle of water. Shake that puppy. And watch it dissolve and then enjoy. And it's absolutely delicious. It really is. This is the strawberry lemonade flavor, my personal favorite. Guys, it's filled with electrolytes. And this is the way that you're going to, you know, make sure you don't get those afternoon uh, headaches or anything like that. There's no sugar. It uses monk fruit as a natural sweetener. So if you don't like sugar and you're an athlete like us and you want to stay hydrated, try the Plan D. Trust us. Go to drinkplandy.com and try a $1 sample or get a tub and use code OOPS for 15% off of your order. Whoa. This is my favorite powder uh, hydration thing that I've ever used. And I mean that. Let's go to drinkplandy.com and try a $1 sample or get a tub and use code OOPS for 15% off of your first order. And stay hydrated like Francis. Look at me. I'm looking great. Look at him. Speaking of which... I made a very uh, an uncomfortable Freudian slip, and I hope you brought it up on my behalf because I've, been, I've felt bad about it ever since. I was hanging out with your wife, mm. and you were out of town uh, with Hill Dog and some others, yeah. and we're discussing some other people in, the friend, in your friend group who we are sort of familiar with, and they bring up this one girl, and I go, oh, yeah, I love her. I'm like, that, she's my boy. Oh, yeah. And your wife goes... <laughs> I thought I was your boy. (laughs) She goes, that was like my favorite part of your speech at the wedding. And I was like, no, no, you are my boy. You're my boy. She's just like my boy. You're my boy. And I kept going and going. And like, you know how sometimes she, she's pretty good at having a poker face. Like you think you know what she's thinking, but you don't. And she won't say shit. And you'll be like, I know what you're thinking, but you don't know what she's thinking. So I'm hoping it was that. Oh yeah. She's fine. Uh, the she offended no 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 she laughed about that and she said she did a really good job and then she goes i'm pretty funny (laughs) and let me tell you something dude here i i can say this because i know she doesn't listen to the pod she has gotten funny that's good she's gotten funnier she's making jokes now and she keeps making a joke of maybe i'll put that in my five minutes is it going too far well no um, but I think this is how it starts for a lot of guys yeah. whose girlfriends or wives want to try become comedians. become comedian comedians. Um, and I would never stop her, obviously, but <laughs> I do not want to be married to a comedian. Yeah, I feel you because it's just we don't need that. Yeah, I just would never want to be in the same job as Hillary because I just think that she would be so much better at it than me that it would be uh, unattractive. Yeah. It would be a turnoff. Yeah. That's tough. It's tough when you work in the same field or the same company and there's a, I, I would imagine it's tough that there's a, because you're so able to stack each other against, you You know where they stand. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't be, a, yeah. So, um, dude, so as my commercial has begun to run. Yeah. 
Every uh, time it comes on, I, I said, here comes Julio. All right. <laughs> I get over here. Half a second. There he is. Hey, there he is. <laughs> He's on the couch. Classic Colorado fashion. I'm hoping that that ends up paying well. I was reminiscing on my back on my commercial career. Yeah. Uh, and I was thinking back to the first one I ever did. And what I rem- was it? Um, so it was this Axe commercial. Axe body spray? Yeah, but it was like, I think I did two, and I forget if it was that one or if it was this Food Network commercial. I believe they were both specs. If you don't know what a spec is, like sometimes uh, a com- uh, production company will like make a commercial to pitch that they're able to do it. And they'll be like, here's our concept. So I did like a series of Axe commercials, like one or two. I made like 800 bucks. I did this Food Network commercial where I made 600 bucks. Nice. I think it was the Food Network one because I remember it taking a while to get paid. And my man, the man, my quote manager at the time, who by the way took 20, a 20% commission. If anybody here is attempting to be in the industry, no manager should ever be taking more than 10%. Yeah. If they do, they're, they're pikers. Yeah. Right? I think I could say that. They're fairly. highway robbers. Yeah. Um, so 20%, I'm sitting there waiting for this check to come in. It just like is taking a while. So I asked the guy and he embarrassed me so bad. dude. And I still cringe thinking about this, but I said to him, I was like, Hey, is my check almost there? And he's like, no, it hasn't come in yet. And I'm like, Oh, like, I'm sorry. Like, I was just asking because, like, in the past, like, the stuff that I've done. He goes, the stuff that you've done? What stuff have you done? Oh, what's, oh What stuff have you done? Oh, what stuff have you man. done? You said it like that? Dude. Repeated it? Yeah. Oh. Stuff that you've done? What Brutal. stuff have you done? And I'm like, dude, Jesus. Like, and it, it, like it's been haunting me yeah. ever since. Like, he ended up dying of COVID. Uh, <laughs> 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 he did. He did. I'm just saying. That's not, <laughs> that's not in response to anything. That's just what happened. That's just what happened. So... I don't. I don't know if that changes anything. I certainly do not wish that on him. He didn't deserve it, and he was an okay guy. I think he was a little. He was, he was a little bit of a of a. He had a little Aspergery, you know. Uh-huh, sure. I, I went to the holiday party at the management company, and it was fine. Like I don't think he me- meant to make me feel embarrassed. Yeah, but he did die of COVID, and that's just what happened. <laughs> That's just what happened. We'll leave it there. That's just what happened. That's it. Um, no, uh, no part of you went. Hmm. No, no, it didn't. And when I started to have that thought, I was like, you know what? Like, what did I think? Does him being alive change anything? No. If I saw him, I'd be like, hey, I don't. I wouldn't have ill will toward him. I wouldn't be like, oh, you know what? I, you know what I mean? I you weren't like, to- what have I done? I got vaccinated. <laughs> I think this was before vaccines. Uh, poor guy. Mm-hmm. Didn't deserve it. Uh, he didn't uh and he did not he did not he truly didn't i mean that good for you good um, for you i wouldn't have even resisted for a second the thing that drives me nuts man is anytime i have like a grudge against a place or i have a, a prickle in my whatever whatever that saying is and i feel bad because someone made me feel bad because they didn't want me to be part of their thing a comedy club doesn't use me they don't give me a fair shot they don't this or that. And I hate them. Right. I'm like, oh, I hate that guy. I'll show him one day. And then one day they just start using me and I completely forget that emotion. I wish, I wish sometimes I had more of that Michael Jordan thing. Where oh he like, no, Julio. No. Is that bad? You, I, you're doing it better. Am I? Yeah, because. But then I only feel bad and I never get to have triumphant moments. Yes, but I, I, give, mean, I let people off the hook. Michael Jordan you know, look, who knows? But it, it, to me, it seemed like everything he did was revenge. He's, he's just vengeful around the clock. And people have said that he's still that way. That he, that, you know, he's on the golf course and he can't play for less than, you know, a hundred thousand dollars. It's like, all right, if I were playing golf... For a hundred grand, I would it golf. I would never want to play golf again. If someone, had, if, even if someone I was friends with was like want to play golf, and we went out, and he was like, "We're playing for a hundred grand," and I had no choice, or or even fucking a thousand dollars, yeah, five hundred dollars, um, win or lose, I'd be like, I don't think golf is fun anymore. Mm-hmm. And I've frankly, I've actually had that thought because I play at a club where it's very common for everyone to play for money. They like to play for money. And, you know, you might think, well, what if we just did a 5-10 five, five, game? Five on the front, five on the back, ten overall. You hand $20 to your friends after a round of golf. It doesn't feel good. 
Mm. You hand a hundred dollars. Oof. You're like, this was a really expensive day. Yeah. When I win a bet like that, I don't want to feel relieved. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's how I know I bet too much. If I feel relief from winning. Yeah. I'm like, oh God. <laughs> yeah. Other- I don't like, I really do not like gambling on golf uh, uh, that I'm playing. Cause I'm, it's just a game that I, it's, I don't, I'm not somebody who plays better when I'm playing for money. Yeah. I, I tighten up. I get nervous. I learned my lesson young from this. Like I had this friend, Matt, I had this tab with him for gambling and I was down so much. Like who knows how much it was probably like 300 bucks or something, an amount that I could never possibly ever pay. So we allowed that tab to exist. And then, and one day we like played one-on-one double or nothing. He was way better than me at basketball. I somehow won and like got the, the tab down to zero. And I, ever since then I was like, I will never Smart. be in the hole like that again. Smart. It's just like too much, dude. Mm-hmm. It's too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, I, dude, I overheard something the other day on the street that I thought was interesting. Uh, these people were, were walking by. And this guy goes, oh, where are we going? Are we going to, are we going to karaoke? And the girl goes, it's something similar. And I was like, what the fuck could that be? <laughs> I haven't been able to stop thinking about it. What is, what is that? What could that be? Oh, man. Well, it really depends on how, um, how her mind works. <laughs> you know, because bowling could be similar for her. How? To- the lights, the noises, we're drinking, you know, we're doing a night out of activities. Or if it's, if, or it could be much more adjacent. It could be, what's similar to karaoke? Well, maybe a bingo night or, or a trivia night at a bar. We're doing something interactive. A structured drinking environment. Yeah. There's a, there's a thing happening. Or maybe they're going to play video games or something. Oh, like karaoke, but inside. Or a lip like sync battle. Like at that Christmas battle. party we went to when they had a karaoke room. A lip sync battle? Ah, oh, lip sync battle. What That's if they were good. going to a concert they Christmas knew all party. the words to? There you go. Also fun, Chris. Yeah. I don't know if any of us have nailed it, though. <laughs> I think lip sync we'll battle know. is probably the is closest Is lip sync battle a thing? It's on the list of 11 know. non-lame team bonding activities. Team bonding activities. <laughs> team. Team. Yeah. Could be a team of teens. Yeah, well, Julio's always looking for teen <laughs> bonding activities. That's why he goes and eats lunch at that Amazon, Amazon place. <laughs> yeah, it. Heard it's closed on March 31st, but there's one open and live and well in my new neighborhood. You should let them know before the, that other one closes. Bring the whole gang up to yours. You're like, listen, guys, we've been doing this for a while, okay? And I don't want it dead. I don't know about you guys. I feel like we're just getting started. So come on up. Man, I remember it was just yesterday when you guys were freshmen. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, how time flies. Dude, in the new apartment, there, there's a lot of natural light, and the plant boy is getting smoked out. Oh. The plant boy is getting crushed, and we were discussing what to do with him, and I brought up that we should maybe take him on the balcony for every once in a while, take him for a walk. Yeah, not a bad idea. Ryan thought that was funny. Yeah. Plants... <laughs> struggle when you bring them to new environments really you have to kind of ease them in and coax them in i've been told are you supposed to give them fresh air <laughs> uh be crazy i don't know if it helps or hurts fresh air probably not i think i think if if it's not accustomed to such direct sunlight then you might move it to a place where it's uh getting indirect sunlight because too much sunlight for a plant that does not want tons of sunlight could very much be bad for it so her her solution is that we should leave the shade down in that part of the living room but i love walking out to the shades yeah, being don't, open don't do that so i was like we should move the plant boy and she goes well it's our she goes this is our son dude it's crazy how much i will just say our significant others look at plants as members of the family yeah i do too i, I do too you do i do because we, 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 we got to our new place and i was like i'm gonna be honest and i'm sorry to say this but that plant that we've had of yours for so many years i don't like it and i want to get rid of it i don't know if it belongs here and she was like what yeah what do you mean and i was like let's get rid of it and i was like oh, you can tell me one of the ones that i've brought we can get rid of uh and she was like okay well and I said, yeah, let's just throw it out. She goes, well, we wouldn't throw it out. We'd f- have to find a new home for it. <laughs> have to give it to somebody. Yeah. Like, what do you think these things are? I mean, bro, they're living things, man. You know? 
I love seeing that plant boy thriving, man. I feed right. him a nice bucket of water. Am I super cold for thinking that you can just throw a plant out that is alive? Like, maybe not. But, but, dude, like, <laughs> bro, he will be drooping, and I'll feed him a fuck ton of water, and then he is buoyant as shit. Like, wow. a massive movement mm. wow. in a short period Pulsing. of time. What kind of plant is it? No idea. He's a good one, though. <laughs> <laughs> is it a big one? Oh, yeah. Big boy? He's a big boy. And he keeps growing. There's more and more leaves every day. Do you have to put it in a bigger pot? He's going to eat us out of house and home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, but it could happen. You... <laughs> Plants can get stressed when they move environments. That's and then said, also, Ryan. And then also here, the question is, how long do plants stay in shock after transplanting? Yeah, transplant. So, mm-hmm. All right, well, we're not going to assume the gender of the plant here, but <laughs> they, yeah, plant they, uh, <laughs> transplant. Uh, <laughs> I didn't that, get that's that. I, that I, got, I got, I got, Chris you. got I it. Got Chris it. got it. Yeah. sharp. That's good. Um, transplant. Dude, I had an infuriating call with Verizon the other day, uh, and it was <laughs> it wasn't in like a so I called to switch my internet over. I have to look at this because the specifics were were insane. But the woman goes. Uh, I'm sorry. She goes. She goes, uh, ma'am, and she goes. I'm sorry, ma'am. Uh, can I? Sh- can you tell me how to address you? And I was like, uh, whatever. She started with ma'am no, for then you. She, then she said, like she she awkwardly got to me saying that sir was okay, and I was like, yeah, sir is fine. She then just kept calling me ma'am, dude. <laughs> the whole call, like as if she was like fucking with me. She's like, oh ma'am, and I was like. <laughs> All right, dude, whatever. And then at the end of the call, dude, I swear to God, she goes, can you just do me one favor before we hang up? I'm like, yeah, sure. She goes, can you smile for me for the rest of the day? I was like, what the fuck? That's what seedy, creepy, greasy men say to women on the street. Is that not weird, dude? She cat called you. All right? And then she's like, it's been an honor and God bless you. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I'm like, are you like what? And I was like, all right, whatever. But like, dude, what? Was it who was I talking to, dude? That is weird. That is uh, that's interesting. That's too much. What did you, what oh, sorry, did you sorry, say sorry. when when she asked you that, or when she told you to to smile? I was like, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Yes, mm. I will. Because then I felt bad. You don't want to be the like. It reminded me of Elf. James Conn's like, ah, you know what I mean? I don't want to be the like grumpy New York City yeah. shitty guy. Yeah. Who then who who like scoffs at the ever at the like eternally positive person. Yeah, right. Oh, good parallel. You know? Dude, so I'm going to a wedding this weekend. Surprise, surprise. Um, and I'm getting ready. I'm trying to pack. <laughs> I'm very nervous that the dry cleaner is not gonna have my tuxedo to me in time. Uh oh. Uh in which case I don't know what I'm gonna do. Well, you could always rock a pair of bird dogs. <laughs> I think that's what I'll end up doing. You could always just be the bird dog guy at the wedding. Bird dog pants could actually pass as tuxedo pants if you needed them. Yeah, they really could. They, they really could. could. Yeah, there's nothing. Nobody's going to look at your pants and really closely and say, hang on a second. Those aren't those tuxedo pants that go with that tuxedo jacket. That's right. And you have a smooth, cool little secret underneath Ooh, those pants. Wow. You're dancing you up a much. storm and you are on that dance floor and everyone's jealous of you because right. you're... You got that underwear that's moving with you, not against you. That's right. And I'm talking about the underwear, not your pecker. Yo, watch out. Pee pee. <laughs> pee pee on the loose. Coming through. Pee pee. Pee pee pee. Hey, is it Easter? Because somebody just called for some pee pees. Peep, peep, peep. It's about that time of year. How many peeps can you eat? <laughs> Stuff my mouth with pee pee. <laughs> <laughs> How many peeps you got in there? How many, pe- how many peeps you got in there? <laughs> you didn't have to eat them all at once. What is that? What are you doing, man? Oh, man, this wasn't a challenge. What are you doing? Uh, well, <laughs> the point is, bird dog pants are very comfortable for your pee-pee, your pecker, whatever you got down there. All of it. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> you can wear them to any wedding you want, and you can also wear their joggers and their shorts. They've got a built-in underwear liner. Right now, go to birddogs.com, promo code OOPS, signature cum- tumbler <laughs> coming your way with your purchase. That is birddogs.com, promo code OOPS. Um, Pretty good. Okay, well, speaking of 
God. Have mm. I asked you this? Probably not. <laughs> it's about the mezuzah? No, it's about it's about God. Okay. And what if, and I'm not suggesting this, but what if God is the answer to all my problems? What if every issue that I bring up to you, my irritability, my stress, my sleep problems, my lack of staying present, lack of gratitude, all of these things, fear about the future, money issues, blah, 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 blah. What if, rather than meditation, therapy, mental health medication, um, exercise, sleep schedule, melatonin, all that, what if better than all of that God is that I found God? Is it possible? Yeah. God is potentially the answer to all your problems. That if I were to, because I've never even considered it, but you hear people uh, say, well, once I found God or this has become my purpose and this has made me happy. Let's break it down. Let's break it down by each issue and see if God, if we think God. But, But I'm aware that in order for it to actually work, I would have to truly believe. I'd have to become devout and probably pray and go to church and have scripture or lessons close at hand. You might not. As I'm dealing with issues. You might not have to even go that far, dude. Like, I've known plenty of people who cite God who I know for a fact can't be like so-and-so, 714. You know what I mean? No, okay. But but I'd have to buy in. Fully. So which God are we talking about? Whichever? Whichever one was most compelling? That's a, that's, a, that's a good point. That's a good point. I could choose. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I, I think Who there's a is lot of, my God? There's a lot of parallels in what God says, I believe, for all religions. Yeah, probably so. Okay, so l- let's just say. So, okay, do you want to pick a God or do you want to... I guess let's just be pretty basic already since I come from... A let's just say God. Episcopalian family. Okay. Or, ugh, I don't know. Uh, we'll we'll go with a Christian God. Okay, so money. They would say Jesus was a modest man or something, and God has a plan for you, and therefore you don't need to be stressed about money because God will figure it out for you. Good problem solved. Next issue solved. 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 Actually, seriously. All of a sudden, I'm able to save money, and I don't have to buy everything I see. Well, that too, but you or you could just buy everything you see and not be stressed because God is going to fucking take care of you, dude. <laughs> God has a plan for you, bro. Yeah, or or God is going to smite me with a lightning bolt, and there's nothing I can do to stop it, so I might as well enjoy this. Or God nice wants thing. you to see that Montclair just dropped their new fall line for 2023. Right. And Maybe. it's not even it's not even me making the decision God anymore. God took you there. God took me there. God took you there. God saw me in Soho. What's that Montclair store doing there? Yeah, right. Okay. Well then it's not my fault anymore. Not your fault. Next one next problem. All right. Um Let's say, um, you know, what are you know? You know my problems better than I do. Okay. Uh, Irritability. Yeah. Why am I uh, so mad all the time? Why am I? Why am I? There was a period. I've gotten less mad, but I was mad. God is forgiving. God forgives all of his his people. So is he forgiving me, or am I supposed to He's follow? He's forgiving God? you, and you're supposed to forgive those as well. You're supposed to pass on your forgiveness oh, onto others. God, that's the seems, way that God has given you forgiveness. That seems challenging. No, it's okay. Forgive them. I saw a woman this morning walking off the subway uh, up up top just as I was about to go down and she pulled something out of her pocket and it was attached to a piece of dirty tissue and she just dropped the tissue on the ground and it was very hard. (laughs) That's bad friends, but just remember that's your sister because we are all God's sister. No, no, that is a, that has, that's a dark, bad, evil sheep that has strayed from the flock and I as one of God's children, I need to pick up that piece of paper and go up to her and say, I'm so sorry, but I think you dropped this. Did you do that? Thought about it. One pa- and two. Paper's compostable, right? This is this was trash. This okay. was this was a piece of trash and she knew what she was doing. And I wanted to grab it and passive aggressively chog her down and say, I'm so sorry, I think you dropped this. <laughs> this useless piece of clear trash. There, I know, you know that I know, there's no reason you want this back. But you and I both know this belongs in the trash. 
Not on the sidewalk. Is littering a sin? Probably. I hope so. That would be... See, there you go. There you go. And by the way, the reason I bring this up, (laughs) if you followed any of that mean girl drama that I stepped in, and this is the only reference I'll make to it, uh, Kelly Keegs, um, when I wrote my blog defending them, uh, Kelly Keegs, who was the original uh, person who set this whole thing off, she wrote, LOL, uh, you're only saying this because I called you patronizing the other day. Which actually, I think you were around I was there for. for. And then I, out of nowhere, just tr- decided to respond with a Bible passage. And I wrote back to her um, something. I found something in, I think, Proverbs, uh, which was about... Did you go looking for it? Yeah. Because you knew that there was something good that you couldn't specifically remember? How did you pull that one out? Um, it's pretty good. It's good work. I wanted to find something about advocacy was the word they used and it was bible passages about advocacy standing up for the people who need help and uh i found a very good very good passage solid it said something like um do you have that can you tell me what it was i was looking something else on my twitter ryan's got the bible passage here it is ready speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves ensure justice for those being crushed it's a good lesson. Proverbs 38, 31, 8. Solid. Right? How Solid. Can, you can't argue with a Bible passage. It's hard. How's she going to get, if she gets mad at me and comes back at me after I write that to her, she is going to hell. Man. I'm citing God. The word of God. How do you argue with the word of it's God? Just a, like, that is like a basic good lesson. from uh, As religious. are all of them. Most of them are pretty good. There are obviously passages from the bible that don't really hold up today there's one about how women should never speak really which people were like you should have told her about luke 2 and i looked that up and it was like women should not speak it says that something crazy something crazy well uh and obviously you know who knows what the context for that is but the point is um god right rage back to you right you said that God forgives, and that could help me forgive yeah. everyone. Yeah. Be more peaceful. Maybe you need to find God, dude. How does God make... How would, it, how would bringing God into my life... Well, is there, any, is there another way? I mean, is this, is this my last resort? I, I don't know. Like, if you want it to be. But I think that maybe you could go to, like, anger management classes oh. first. God seems easier. <laughs> Less expensive. I don't know. Um, well, maybe, maybe I don't know. I'm, God I'm, is affordable. What would you, um, what would you think of me if I became a God guy? It depends, dude. I know some really solid God guys. Really? Yeah, who are like the greatest dudes of all time. The guy I remember I was telling you guys about the Masters. That guy, maybe the coolest dude of all time. It's it, being a God guy is fine as long as you're not like forced. If, as long as you like. In my opinion, I can tolerate a God guy who isn't trying to make me be exactly like him. Right. For some reason, a lot of God people tend to like push their, their beliefs on you, which is just an annoying way to be. So yeah. let's say that you text me with something that's bothering you, right? And you reply with God. And I said something about God back. That would, bo- <laughs> that would bother you. Potentially. It just depends. If I was like, oh, dude, fucking this and that. If you were just to tell me that God had a plan for all of us, that potentially would annoy you. Well, what if it were a Bible passage that I had worked to apply more clearly more to your situation? Then I would maybe I would maybe be fine with it. What if you became a this God guy because I was a God guy? What if like we together became God guys? What a twist that would be! Mm. <laughs> but dude, like for example, if if uh, I stuck up for somebody and then it gave me it, it made my life slightly difficult and I was complaining to you about it and you sent me that, I would appreciate. It's applicable. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Would it irk you if overnight by taking God into my heart and learning his teachings and devoting myself to his path, <laughs> all of a sudden I became this placid, magnanimous, generous, kind-hearted, loving, warm, ever-positive, healthy dude? I mean, dude, listen, I, I feel like that's the missing piece for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when this I'd love to for me. that to happen, actually. <laughs> uh, I know. You kind of look like a God guy. 
today, the way you're dressed. You have I like know. a Mitt Romney <laughs> way, like a like a overachieving Mormon vibe that you could have if you didn't have a comedian's brain. You know what I mean? I wonder how much it would impact. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how much it would impact uh, my my comedic brain, because I think, uh, unfortunately, I do think that having a very cynical mind yeah, makes you good has comedy. made me a better comic. But that may not be true. There are plenty yeah, of great are there comics. Like lots of cynical god people out there. Maybe. <laughs> I think those two things are at odds. Potentially, I think yeah. cynicism and 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 accepting God are are. Opposite end. <laughs> but what I just imagine this guy, like something really shitty happens to you and he's like takes a slug of a beer, he's like fucking god, dude. <laughs> you just never know, you son yeah, of a gun. You old trickster. You son of a gun. That's just great about him. Uh, you know curveball. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well awesome. we'll see how I feel about Food that. Food for thought, my boy. Yeah, I'll think about it. I'll think about it a lot. Food for thought. We are abandoning religion as a country feels younger generations are disavowing it and becoming more and more secular i'm religious dude are you yeah i'm religious i'm i am not a person who does not believe in god what does that look like for you i don't know i just don't think about it i try not to think about it but if well, you that had to doesn't ask, sound if religious you said, to me if you said is there god or is there not god I'd be leaning God. Fine, but that to me is agnosticism. It's what? Uh, no, is agnosticism is doesn't that mean you don't believe in anything, or does that mean you? No, just don't... atheism is ah, okay. no. There is no God. Agnosticism is I doubt the existence of God, but there may be God, I and it could be. Yeah. There's also the watchmaker theory, which is God created the world and then He left us alone, and it's not is not watching our every move mm. to judge our viability for heaven. I'm fine with that, which is a nice one, and then I. I think agnosticism, or there's another one too, another term that describes how people want to hedge their bets. So there may not be a God, but I'm going to profess to believe in one because the consequences of saying there isn't, should a heaven exist, are so bad that I'm going to, I'd rather play it safe and, and say I believe in God. Well, dude, okay, but here's why okay, I believe in God. I'm not even skeptical about God. I am less skeptical about God than I am. Skeptical. Does that make sense? No. I'm not skeptical. Like I am, I am, I'm, I'm more believe that there's God than not. I see. And here's another, like, okay, fine. Like all this shit we know about science and the universe. Oh, amazing. Oh yeah. Like it's expanding billions of things per second. Okay. Uh, and then there's black holes. What are those? We don't know. What do you mean you don't know? If you don't know, nobody fucking knows. We don't know if there's God. Nobody knows shit. As far as I'm concerned, God is as viable of a theory as having no idea what a black hole is. You know what I mean? Why the hell not? I, I agree with that. Is that wrong? I mean, I know maybe someone's going to call me an idiot. Many people might call me an idiot for that. But, like, whatever. Why can't God and black holes both be around? Why isn't God deciding the universe is expanding? I don't fucking know. You're and right. And I'll tell you what. It makes it way easier to lose loved ones thinking that there's God out there, my friend. You know? Like, I, yeah. the idea of never seeing someone again or whatever, I'd rather just think that there's more. Even if I have to do it blindly in the face of skepticism, I'm happy to do that to make it easier to deal with the hardships of being alive. Dude. You know, this is good. This is good. <laughs> uh, this is very good. People talk about religion as a crutch, but to me it sounds like a coping mechanism, and yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, why the hell not? Yeah. Well, that's fun. Um, all right. How about some facts with Ryan? Facts with Ryan? <laughs> no denying. <laughs> Facts with Ryan. Why is it so funny? Facts with Ryan. Facts with Ryan. <laughs> I think this, I think this was a fact a couple of years ago. The Blue Book, it's manufactured by Roaring Springs Paper Products. Talking yes, about that for your exams. Uh-huh. Um, there are eight different belt levels in Taekwondo. Ah. And then uh, <laughs> regarding littering being a sin, littering is only a sin if it is illegal in your jurisdiction it is illegal to litter in New York City therefore littering is a yeah, sin that's sinful bitch <laughs> she sinned she sinned <laughs> there it is and I as a, a member of the flock no dude now you don't have to deal with it because on judgment day she's going to hell she's gonna be the one who has to deal oh, with the big guy she's gonna be burning for eternity they're gonna have her on the rack yep whatever Got you think four horned goats in four different directions. <laughs> Being nailed to your doorstep once a week. A rope made from scorpions. <laughs> oh, that gives me pleasure. 
which uh, probably no. is a sin. I'm not supposed to take pleasure in, <laughs> no the, pleasure in the damnation of others, but that does feel good. Listen, it's a work in progress. So, I, you, you, you take pleasure knowing that when your loved ones pass, thanks to God, you will see them again someday. I'm going to take pleasure knowing that when bad people in my life do horrible things, like littering, I can, I know that God's going to take it up with them. God, it's God's responsibility, not yours. Yeah, he's going to really make it unhappy for them. Do you guys know that masturbating isn't a sin? (laughs) Really? According to the Bible? Is that a new thing? There is no explicit claim in the Bible that masturbation is sinful. Mm, All right. Greg, Ryan's lips, not, not mine. Can I add a little fun fact in there? Sure, Chris. Mm-hmm. A lot of like professional athletes are very religious. Um, and when I was with the Rams, we had a priest that would travel with us and give mass every Sunday before wow. games wow. and stuff. Did you call him father? <laughs> hey, father. <laughs> Dude, if you want to make your girlfriend uncomfortable when you walk by a priest, be like, how's it going, father? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you call officials by like a, a dadly type of name, like uh, you see a cop, officer oh i like that do it hello yeah. officer hey officer i like doing that keep up the good work huh and i, I <laughs> dream that one of them is gonna be like just call me bob <laughs> they never do and and i mean keep up the good work she's like what are you are you his boss or something i'm like hey where do you think those tax dollars are going sweetie? <laughs> <laughs> julia right. where can we find you on the road excellent all right i got a big april baby big april 14th and 15th of april i'm in providence rhode island um April 18th, I am at Helium in Philly. I think there's uh, those tickets are going pretty quick. Grab some of those. Uh, as well as Yonkers Comedy Club, 27th to the 29th of April. And I'm going to be in Middletown, Connecticut, I believe April 21st. Don't quote me on that. Uh, but by the time this episode comes out, it should be uh, it should be out and about. So all on my website, notjulio.com. Hell yeah. You, go see Julio or go see me or both of us. I'll be in Austin this weekend at the Vulcan Gas Company. Friday and Saturday night, March 31st and April 1st. Two weeks after that, I'm in Dallas at the House of Comedy. Uh, then I'm in San Francisco with Old Sasquatch at Cobbs, April 28th and 29th. After that, I'm in Helium, Buffalo, uh, May 4th to the 6th. Then I'm in Charlestown, West Virginia uh, with Old Sass again. All tickets for all these shows at FrancisEllis.com. Thanks, guys. <laughs>